0: Welcome to the Monster RX 93.1 podcast channel. Interviews, features, music, live performances, fun and conversation. Only from Manila's hottest, Monster RX 93.1. RX ninety three point one presents All Out, your daily morning pick me up. All Out hits, All Out celebrity interviews, All Out sports and show the news. Your hosts Riva
1: from and Carla from, Aguas. from someone who was wearing like some sort of a sleepwear to an instant Eskimo, Carla <laughs> Aguas. <Listen.
0: laughs> listen okay monster it uh, it is storming outside so it's gotten a little bit chilly in my room not gonna lie um so i'm going to change into this lovely um bathrobe but it's from japan okay. so i want to say that makes up for the fact that it is indeed a robe it's but a if i <laughs> wear it like this you know in the um instagram model off-the-shoulder-why-are-you-even-still-wearing-a-jacket mm-hmm. type of style, then maybe it will be more socially acceptable. So it's I don't a, know. I it's, think I'm kinda
1: it's a Japanese robe. In. I'll give you that. Is there a dragon in the back? No? No. Well,
0: it's, it's just plain and cozy and fluffy, and I love it. Okay? And, and it's perfect because we're going to get cozy with a special guest today. Yes. I know people are excited. Oh,
1: yeah. Ladies oh. and gentlemen... There's a reason why it's pretty cold today here in the Philippines and in Manila. Why? Because she's going to bring the heat on. Heat wow. on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the Monster Anniversary Month and it is a homecoming. Well, for her, she's all the way in Australia. She has captured her hearts with her show Jintamia. She has taught us how to do Korean with Korean 101 introduces all the K-pop here on the monster coming back to join us please give it up for the one and only Jinri Park!
2: I was like what am I gonna do? I must hide but my hair is so
3: this.
1: Hi Jinri. <laughs>
2: Hi, Monsters. I missed you
0: guys. Hi, Rico. Hi, Carlo. How are you?
2: Good.
3: Genry,
0: you, are, you are forever going to be probably the cutest little bean ever. Seriously. I know a lot of people are like, oh, no, she hot. She's sexy. And I'm just like, no, you don't understand. She's just the cutest. Jenry, <laughs> how are you? How have you been? Uh, oh,
2: my God. My face is like... <laughs> no. Hello. Um, I'm good. Uh, I'm here. Like, I've been here almost a year now in Sydney and it's winter here so I'm kind of adjusting to the weather because it's cold and it's not a tropical country like the Philippines where I'm from. <laughs> um, I'm loving my new life with my husband and he's amazing. A lot of people don't really know much about him so maybe... We'll get to talk a little bit more about my husband. So people will get to know more about him and how he's such an amazing person and more about like my life and what I've been through so far here in Sydney.
1: And oh, is, is so it's, exciting. well, yeah, I know. It's like to get to know the husband, the significant other of Jinri yeah. Park.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so this
1: is her jujitsu hey. training partner. This is the guy that probably mm-hmm. has to take all the armbars from from Jinri. Hey.
0: Yes, yes, yes. But before we get to the husband, I like that you mentioned that you've been there basically a year, so there's been a lot of adjustment. Now, Jinri, not only are you trying to adjust to a new country, but we're in the middle of a pandemic. So it's kind of like, you know, there's an added layer, but wait, there's more feature to your current life right now. I mean, before anything else, How has quarantine been? Because in Australia, you guys also did sort of like a self-isolation, home lockdown type of thing, right? Like, Um, how has the situation been over there? So, my husband usually
2: goes to the office um, Uh every day on the weekdays, but I think it was since March that he started working from home. So, he's basically home every day, and I get to see him every day. But recently... Um, He's been going to work maybe once a week or so And um, unlike the Philippines, it's not really as strict um, Uh Here, because I think it's because the numbers aren't as high as the Philippines And it's kind of like, kind of like, okay, or in a better position Mm -hmm. um, Than other countries, so it's been not too bad, it's just that I think it's because I prefer just staying home Mm -hmm. and I like Mm -hmm. home so I didn't see a big problem with not going outside (laughs) I guess with other Uh people like it was it was hard because they had to just stay home they couldn't meet friends they couldn't see family but then I don't have family here and (laughs) I don't really (laughs) have friends yet Mm -hmm. so I was fine with just staying home um yeah, so it hasn't been as bad as um, some other countries have been through. hmm
1: Yeah. So, you know, you're lucky in a way because, you know, you had yeah. a great place. You've always been an introvert in a way. So, yeah. the adjustment. But, you know, how is the schedule like for you on a day-to-day yeah. basis? Like
2: your routine. Um, oh, routine. Okay, so is this before I got work or after? We can do both. We can do both, yeah. So before I got work, I didn't really do much. It was just like chill at home. I love my life because I was coming from like work, work, work in the Philippines, like doing so much things in a, in like a span of a day to coming here and just, okay, I, I could just relax now. I don't have a job. Like I get to have time to adjust to a new country and just being here. So like the first few months... All I did was just like watch Netflix, cook for my husband, uh, clean the house, like be a housewife stuff, I guess. Um, which I really enjoyed a lot. If I could do that forever, I totally would. <laughs> <laughs> I know some like women, you know, like want to work and stuff. I don't mind working, but if I had a choice between not working. And working, I would choose not working.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Saved. Saved, girl. Samed. Yeah. So um, I wake up. I usually go to jiu-jitsu. Um, before, I used to go to jiu-jitsu every day. Mm-hmm. So I would mm-hmm. go to jiu-jitsu in the morning, come back, uh, maybe make some lunch, have some lunch. Uh, just clean the house, do some laundry, relax, read a book um and then if i have time or energy i go to jujitsu again like two times a day twice a
1: day take note of that oh my gosh that's about it (laughs) and then it's unfair right in comes the work okay (laughs) now when you got a job how does the schedule go
2: so when i got my job it was a lot of adjusting because it's like a different kind of job like I have schedules that I need to follow, like, for the week. Unlike, for example, in showbiz, like, people tell you, like, a day ahead or, like, oh, you have taping tomorrow. Or, like, it's not really, like, a fixed schedule. Mm -hmm. So, now that I have a job, like, I have to put in my different, like, hobbies and like, things I need to do um, for the house and, like, let's say for my husband, John, like, into that schedule. So, I feel like I'm living more like, um, like, a how do I say it? Like a fixed,
3: mm-hmm. uh-huh. like,
2: like a set, like, I'm following a routine now. Like, it's not like, oh, I'll do this now or it's not like what I want to do what, whenever I want. It's just I have to follow routines. I have to um, eat at a certain time After <laughs> exercise at a certain time Go to work You know Things like that So it's like
0: uh, A lot of adjusting I guess
3: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah So getting that, I schedule, like that you yeah. Mentioned,
0: yeah, and I like that you mentioned That there really was a difference
1: mm-hmm.
0: Both in like your schedule Before you moved Because like you were saying In show business It's really you know You were doing like A million different things in one day And uh-huh. then when you moved there you had some time to just really relax yeah. and kind of get adjusted and comfortable, and then you ended up getting a job. Now, I mean, Jinri, what, are, what were some of the challenges that you faced when you moved to Australia? Because, you know, it's one thing to adjust to married life, but it's another yeah. thing to adjust To moving to a different country completely, right? Especially Mm -hmm. because you really made the Philippines your home. Your work was here, you did so many (laughs) things here, you know, you established yourself basically Uh in the Philippines and then you're literally moving to a different place where you said it yourself, you didn't have many friends in the start, you know. How was that like? Can you talk to us a little bit more about the adjustment and the things that you did in order to sort of set root Mm -hmm. in Australia? Um, so
2: the thing is, I'm, first of all, I'm really happy that I made it here before the pandemic started. Yeah. Just moved in when like, I think I moved in late last year, Mm -hmm. which was Uh like November and like two months or a month after that, like COVID hit and then all the borders were locked down. So I am super thankful that I made that quick decision, like, okay, I'm gonna move where my husband lives. Like, within a few couple of months, I had to, like, move everything, sell all my stuff. Like, I had a lot of, like, stuff from the Philippines. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, clothes and everything, like, my furniture, my entire stuff, like, I had to get rid of it in a a span of a couple of months. So that was, like, really stressful, but Uh I'm really, really thankful now that it happened that quickly because if I waited, like, let's say, oh, I'll move next year, it was 2020, and then the pandemic hit, I would have been stuck um, in the Philippines and I would have not, like, got to marry my husband, I would have mm-hmm. not gotten to move here and stuff like that. So, yeah, thankful for that. Um Well, the thing is, in Sydney, I don't really know anyone. Mm-hmm. I don't have mm-hmm. friends. Mm-hmm. I don't have any family my my parents are all the way in korea which is a lot further now than when i used to live in the philippines after like like eight hours or something on a plane to get to see them all my friends are in the philippines so it was like super lonely at first because the only person i know is my husband here in (laughs) sydney and it was like everyone was stopping me because like oh you're that's like kind of like Like, isn't that stupid to just go somewhere because, like, just because you love someone and you're going to give up everything, all your life, your career, your friends and everything? Um, I thought about that, Mm -hmm. but then I'm in an age where, like, I have priorities and I think I needed to just move on to a next stage of Mm -hmm. my life, and I've always Mm -hmm. wanted to live abroad. Mm -hmm. So, like. It was a great opportunity. I met my husband. I fell in love with him. He's amazing. Yeah, and I think I made the right decision so far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. um, so that was the hard part because it was the relationships. I didn't know anyone. I didn't mm-hmm. have anyone to talk to. It was mm-hmm. although I'm an introvert, I would have wanted like one or two friends to mm-hmm. um, uh-huh. like guide me like on how life is here and how it's different culturally from Asian countries because this is like obviously this is not like an Asian country but there are a lot of Asians too but it's like a whole different culture here and like it's not the English that I know so they speak like in a different accent they have jargons that I don't understand and it was yeah it was more have like you picked first. up the accent
1: <laughs> have you picked up the accent have you picked no. up no no not yet
2: I mean, I say some words here and there that they use a lot here, like Nate. I use that <laughs> a lot. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but no, not the accent. People always ask me, oh, are you from the States? When I when I like talk to people here. I'm, yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm from the Philippines.
3: Oh, <laughs> 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 yeah. well, well, you know,
1: Jinri, you did mention all about your husband. The love story that you guys, you know, Um, And and it led to to the wedding. So this is the part of the interview where we want to know. And we want to get to know your husband. So how did you guys meet?
2: Uh, Okay. Um, How did we meet? Okay. So last year was the last year for my birthday. I traveled to Australia um, just for, like, my birthday travel thing. And I was, like, instantly in love. I was like, oh, I love the country. It's great. Like, it's so chill. And then we were in Melbourne at first, and um, because I was with other friends. um, They decided to go back to the Philippines, and I was like, hey, I'm here already in Australia. I might as well visit Sydney, and it's like the biggest city in Australia anyway, and I want to visit it. So they left, and I went to Sydney alone. And Uh when I I didn't know anyone. So I was like, okay, where to go and what to see, what to eat. So I asked them. A friend and he said oh i know someone mm-hmm. who um lives in sydney and he can take you around so i was like oh yeah sure why not so i met up with him and he happens to be my husband <laughs> <laughs> so, so it was through a friend of a friend and it was like a family friend and stuff like that and he showed me around um sydney and I got to talk to him and like I kind of like instantly knew. I know this is like so cliche, mm-hmm. but I kind of knew, OK, like I feel like I'm going to marry this guy or I feel like I'm going to like get in a relationship with this guy. In my head, in the back of my head, mm-hmm. like I didn't like say it to him or like to freak him out or anything, <laughs> but I just had this like, weird feeling. Um, so that's how we met, just through a friend of a friend. We got to talk and hang out. It's like those typical travel love stories that Mm -hmm. you hear. Um, So, yeah, that's it.
1: (laughs) So, she travels, meets the guy. Then you come back to the Philippines. Were you guys together already? Or was it Ligawan time? Was there courtship?
2: yeah so when i went back to the philippines uh we were just talking we weren't mm-hmm. anything we weren't exclusive and then when when i was in the philippines that's when he asked me to be his girlfriend mm-hmm. um on just online and i was like okay sure why not i like you, <laughs> you so uh, sure, sure. it works out so we did long distance for a bit and then for his birthday i decided to visit him mm-hmm. i just bought a ticket and I was like, oh, I'm going to surprise him. So I went to Sydney and I ended up staying for like a month, which wasn't like supposed to be that long. It was supposed to be just two weeks. But he was like, can you please extend? So he extended my flight for me and I ended up staying a month. And the last day before flying back to the Philippines, that's when he proposed to me.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh so my gosh. He asked. Wow! Yeah.
0: Actually, you know what, Jinri? I mean, of course, we're so happy for you. Like, when I saw the post and stuff, I was like, oh my gosh, that's wonderful, you know? Because you're one of those people that you really want nothing but good things for. But you were pretty private in terms of, of this relationship. You know, you're a public figure. People yeah. know who you are are here in the Philippines. They love you. They follow you. They're obsessed with you. But you managed to keep this, like, on the down low. you mm-hmm. know. And then all of a sudden you post it and people are like, what? Like, what? Like, how did this happen? I mean, like, was that something that you made a conscious effort mm-hmm. to do? And it's so, why? Why keep that part of your life more private than like, let's say, the other things mm-hmm. that you do? I mean, is it because you felt like there was something different and something special about this guy in particular? Um, well, I didn't really think
2: about that, but I think the, like, Unintentionally, I hit it because I knew that this was someone important in my life, and I didn't want mm. that person to get hurt. And usually, yeah. when I reveal someone important in my life, even like a friend or my ex-boyfriends or something like that, they always bash that person. Mm. And it's like, why do you have to like say something bad about a person when you don't even know them, right? So, yeah. I, back of mind, I was protecting him mm-hmm. because. Uh-huh. I knew that he was important and I didn't want people to, you know, just say, like, useless stuff mm-hmm. and mean stuff about him. So, I guess that's probably why I kept it on the download. down mm-hmm. low. And um, since he became my husband, I just had to, like, tell people because, like, uh, eventually people are going to know I'm married. Yeah. <laughs> so, and why not introduce him to everyone? Um, so, I guess, yeah, that's how... I thought
1: about it, like just to protect him. Jindry, you you kept it really well because even I didn't know that you were getting yeah. married. So I was like, whoa! Rico, That's Rico Chismoso. You're not old, Rico. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Jindry, with with I love her. One thing that we want to know, I mean, we have we have met your husband online when it comes to photos and everything, but what does he do? Is he a superhero?
3: See, if you a- guys
2: watch friends, you know how everyone doesn't know what Chandler does even though it's <laughs> so, like he tells everyone what he does and yet people are like what? That's yeah. exactly how I feel about my husband's job. He explained this to me like so many times. I ask him like almost every month like, mm-hmm. "Oh babe, what do you do again? I forgot." And it's like, I don't understand. Okay, something it's something like 3D modeling. Uh, it's uh-huh. like architectural something. <laughs> so we're, just
1: gonna, we're just gonna put it at he, he is a 3D model. So, Jinri's husband is a 3D a model. 3D model? At his no. job. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay, he's like an engineer for architectural modeling stuff. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. It's really hard. He explained it to me and it's not like a one-word job where it's like yeah. a lawyer or a doctor. It's like some grand stuff and I can't memorize it like it's too technical for me we'll, we'll
0: just say it's the Chandler Bing job it's Yeah, yeah. Just, we'll just go with <laughs> we'll just go with that but okay you know what Jinri how you explained the story like it's so wonderful that's how you guys met and all that and it was pretty quick the, the progression of the relationship mm. now you're married I mean I love how you said earlier you really enjoyed time adjusting and getting to know your husband and being married but How big of an adjustment has married life been? Because now you're not only responsible for looking out for yourself, you also have another person Mm -hmm. that you have to think about who you live with, who you literally share everything with in that sense that isn't blood family, you know? So how big of an adjustment has married life been for you?
2: Oh, it's a big adjustment because I was so used to living alone, like, more than 10 years of my life. And I liked living alone. Uh-huh. I loved it. And then now that I have to live with someone else, even if that someone is someone I really love, it's hard because you have different mannerisms. You have different habits and you have different ways of doing things. And that's where we clash. I get I totally understand why you guys, like, even married couples, like, that love each other have fights because... It's bound to happen. <laughs> like you're two different people, uh-huh. two different personalities. It's a, it's bound to clash. And like things like how to do the laundry. You know, like how to um, fold the clothes. Like these are things we talk about, which is so funny when you like think about it. But it, it's an actual problem because mm-hmm. we all have our habits and we want things done a certain way. Yeah. And in marriage. You just have to let go. You can't you can't like be fixated on, you know, like, oh, this is how I do it. Like if you don't do it like this, we're gonna fight. Like you can't do that. So just have to, you know, let go, fusa, and just relax and (laughs) that. But my mom always used to tell me like when you marry a husband like when you marry your husband, it's like having a Mm fun.
3: This is like a (laughs) Korean
2: thing. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) She says you marry a husband, it's like having a son. You have to take care of them. You have to do their laundry. You have to cook for them. You have to, like, remind them what to do. And that's exactly what I'm going through. Like, I, like, for example, like, doing the taps. I have to, like, hire someone for us. Mm-hmm. Do it. He's not going to do it, so I have to do it. Or, like, obviously, it's not always me that does everything. He does a lot of the things, too. Like, he's very neat and clean. So he likes to clean which is perfect for me because I hate cleaning. <laughs> so, like, I let him do that. So it like it's a balance of two different like personalities and like just have to work with all those things. And I'm glad that I met a husband who's very neat because I hate like cleaning, dishwashing, all those <laughs> things. And he will happily do it. <laughs> now,
1: Jinri! I love it. Jenry, I got a question. So you did mention about your mom saying something now. When when you got engaged, how did yeah. your mom and dad feel? how did How did they yeah. react to the whole situation? Did
0: they even Did they, did they even oh know he was in your life? Because again, you are notoriously private. Yeah, uh, and this was quick. Like, did they even know? Okay, how um, how
2: do I say this? Okay, <laughs> okay, do not take me the wrong way, but
1: <laughs> they were me. I will
2: be like this. When I told them, I, I'm going to visit Sydney again for his birthday, um, my parents were like, why? And I was like, oh, I have a boyfriend in Sydney. And they were like, okay. And, you know, like, I never tell my parents about my boyfriends. Like, never. Like, they don't okay. even know about any of my boyfriends, except for my first boyfriend in high school. So mm-hmm. this was, like, a shock to them because, wow, Jinri is finally opening up about boyfriends. And this is the first guy she actually admitted to be her boyfriend so i guess they were like in shock at first and it was okay and then you know how we, we proposed okay the funny back end story is john wanted me to live in sydney um without us getting married yet like we were just boyfriend and girlfriends, and he was like hey can you just move to sydney and live with me like you can study here and you know we could just live together and i was like Yeah, that sounds cool because I've always wanted to move abroad and go back to my studies. Um, So we called my parents first just to like tell them the idea and the thought. And my dad got so mad. He's like the typical Asian dad. He was like, you can't move to another country. You're not even married. How can you like go there, give up your entire life with no insurance that it's all going to work out? Like what if you guys break up? And he got really pissed. I mean, like when he's pissed, he's not like the other people's angry level. Mm-hmm. He's just a little bit higher in tone. Mm-hmm. Um, so when that happened and he actually told, talked to Don on the phone and he said, if you don't marry Jinri, I can't allow this. Mm-hmm. And then. That was it. <laughs> so my dad kind of hinted it to him that oh, you should just marry her. Because mm-hmm. he wanted to get rid of me in their life. <laughs> <laughs> They're already up, like, when are you going to get married? Jinri, when are you going to get married? Getting married? Like, you know, parents, like, mom, like, calm down. Like, when are you going to get, when am I going to see grandchildren? Like, every time I visit Korea, all my family like, when are you going to get married? When are you going to have a boyfriend? Like, Oh, so I think my dad's plan was like, okay, this is the guy. We need to send her off to this guy. <laughs> That's when, like, John was, like, thinking. He didn't say anything after that conversation with my dad, but I think he was, like, thinking at the back of his head, like, I guess I, give, then I guess mm. I have to propose. I have no other choice. Mm. So he was kind of, like, pushed to the wall by my palms, <laughs> I think.
0: I love how honest you are. You have always been so honest. It's hilarious. Thank you for sharing yeah, that. You, See, guys, you. sometimes Asian parents, man, they're a yeah. they're a blessing.
2: <laughs> they're fierce. Like they were just like, get her, please, get
0: her,
3: get her out of our life. No,
0: I don't think they were like that. You are hilarious, Jinri. Okay, so that happens. He proposes. You get married. It's a, it's a pandemic. January, I mean, there are a lot of couples now, now especially, that have literally planned their wedding since last year and they were supposed to have it mm-hmm. this year. Some couples already had to postpone because their wedding was set for March, April, May, June, whatever it may be. I mean, did this entire thing have an effect also on you and your planning? Because... You went for it. You were just like, no, we'll get married mm-hmm. in the middle of this entire thing. Whereas other couples are like, oh, maybe we should move it. You know, some are even in that stage now where they're kind of arguing, like, when are we going to get married? We need a backup date, whatever. What advice do you have for those couples? Before the advice as well, what made you decide, nah, oh, I'm just going to go gonna get married. Then, yeah. Despite all of this, I'm going to get married. Um, so I think it's oh uh, well, first of all, I was going to ma- get
2: married on March 21, mm-hmm. which was uh-huh. a week before like the lockdown happened here in Sydney. So it was literally uh-huh. a week before and going towards that date, like a lot of people were canceling, like first of first, it was like my friends from the Philippines and it was, it happened to be my family, which was, like, the worst because that night I cried so much because I was thinking, okay, my dad is not going to walk me down the aisle. Wow. Like, how is that oh. going to be a great wedding? So I was, like, so devastated. And then, like, a few of, of John's family from Australia couldn't come. So it was, like, becoming smaller and smaller. And I was telling John, hey, like, we shouldn't do the wedding anymore. Like, there aren't going to be people coming. And what's the point of doing it with, like, five other people and he was like no 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 no! it should be fine and then the lockdown happened and then we weren't allowed to have weddings at all so yeah that just canceled all like all my reservations i had to call them uh my the church the catering everything my Mm -hmm. wedding dress even came from the philippines and i you know i was so devastated i was so disappointed and i was like How is this happening? Why are we in such bad luck and things like that? But, you know, when that day came, um, or actually a few days before, I told them, you know what, we should still get married. We should Mm -hmm. still go to the church and have it, like, have just, like, two witnesses, Mm -hmm. which is, like, um, I think the legal uh, number of witnesses. Um, So, you know, I just bought, like... A cheap uh, dress, a white dress that was on sale. And, um, yeah, just went to the church and we signed their papers. And, actually, John's uh, brother came to congratulate us. So, it was it was an intimate but fun kind of ceremony. But, I'm also hoping to have my real wedding. Mm. Yeah. Uh, where I actually wear that wedding dress that I, you know, purse, like, had, like, made for me yeah. and shipped from the Philippines, have my dad actually walk me down the aisle. Um, all those things that I planned for and is all in my book mm-hmm. <laughs> there uh-huh. on my shelf, I'm going to make it happen one day. Maybe it won't be next year. It won't be the year after. But one day, like, I really want to have that wedding that... I've, I've planned for. so well, that wedding. And this, uh, for everyone who's um, going through the same thing that I'm going through, it's just, you know, don't lose hope. Like, it's going to happen one day. Um, uh-huh. Don't feel so bad about um, not having your dream wedding right now. It mm. doesn't have to be right now. You know, people in life, they have it when they have babies. Some people have it when they're sixty. They do it again when you know. It, there's so many like uh, ways and different. Uh, what do you call this? Like um, there could be. There's a the right time. That's what I'm trying to say. There's a right time for you to have that wedding. So don't feel so sad about it. Um, yeah, it's all gonna work out.
1: Ah, <laughs> you know, oh, so good. It, yeah. It, it, there's a lot of things that we, we love about you. And one of them is actually you being courageous, always going for it. And you always surprise yeah. a lot of people. You know, let's go with your journey now of the things uh-huh. that you miss here in the Philippines. One of them is, of course, yeah. being a monster jock. Yeah. She's one of us
0: people.
2: You
1: know, how was that journey for you?
2: Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Um. So, do you mean like my journey... When you... Leaving when
1: you the movie no, like you being a monster jock, how you auditioned <laughs> and your journey with Tom Alvarez, with DJ Tom <laughs> and your shows. Tell yeah. us about it.
0: First of all, do you miss
2: it? Um, yeah, I do really miss it because <laughs> um, I like that it was kind of like my first job ever. Um it was my first real job mm-hmm. and I can never forget Monster for giving me that opportunity and you know giving me that job because I was just a noob like I didn't I made so many mistakes on air mm-hmm. I said stupid things and I was so You know, immature at that time And still, they believed in me Like, I would just like to thank All the bosses of Rx And the listeners for understanding This noob at that time Um, It was a great experience And I, you know, people remember me As um, the partner of Tom Which is also great Because I think Tom is still on air, right?
3: Yeah, he's He's, DJ Tom he's a
2: legend So, like, it was like it's such a great blessing to learn from the best DJ Or one of the best DJs in the Philippines And, um you know, we did fight here and there It's normal for any partners I'm sure, like, Rico and Carla, you guys fight too all the time <laughs> uh, So, yeah, it was great And then, I, you know, I got changed to different shifts I got to also work with Alvin and Chris and Andre And it was, like, so much fun And, um... I I wish I could do it again, but then I think I'll just leave it at the past for good memories.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Ah, Learning so much from Jindry, you know. So, from the radio journey, you end up inside the house. How was that journey? The Big Brother house. Uh, You surprised a lot of people there, Jindry.
2: Um. You know, I could say that that house was like a turning point in my career for showbiz. I could really proudly say that because in that house, I learned so much about myself. And it was just, it wasn't like even that long. It was a short amount of time. And I got to learn so much about the world, myself, the people, you know, around me, how, you know, communities work. And like... Even at the bigger level of things I learned so much from that house And I guess people also Learned more about me mm-hmm. Through that house mm-hmm. In my like public life I'm like the sexy like Model whatever Like in her bikini And I guess people like knew That about me That was my image and that's how people saw me She's probably always partying Always like uh like, flirty or whatever, but when you know, my like, the real me, I'm, like, the complete opposite, like, I think Rico would know that, like, I'm such a dork, he calls me a dork all the time, it's because I'm, like, the complete opposite of the word hot or sexy, like, Mm -hmm. total, and I guess in that house, like, people got to know that that's not me, it's just, like, an image for, like, my showbiz life and Mm -hmm. I'm so glad that I got to show my real self but like I'm proud to be an introvert I'm you know
0: just a little bit awkward and nerdy but it's all right Mm -hmm. yeah there's nothing wrong with that and I love that you celebrate that and what's so great is that Jinri really is so much more than what you see you know and I love that you're breaking those stereotypes as well Jinri I think that's why a lot of women also love you because it's like you know what she, she, she doing it right she, she doing something right right here but do you miss it I mean do you now that you're there in Sydney do you ever sometimes just sit back and think oh man I miss being in showbiz I miss, uh, you know, the tapings And the radio and the recordings And does it come Like every so often, like, oh man I miss this Um, it's like It comes and goes, so like
2: like Some days I'm like, oh I miss Taping, I miss shooting And some days I'm like, oh Thank god I'm not in that world again (laughs) But It's like I guess it's just it comes and goes. At times when like I see maybe like other friends on Instagram, like they have such nice photos and things like that. I'm like, oh, I miss being a model too. Like I miss like posing for the camera, it was fun. And then there are some days when I'm just like chilling at home, and I'm just like, oh, thank God I don't like have to memorize my script mm-hmm. or like have uh-huh. to go on a diet or you know things like that. Like it's just both i guess i can't really say it's oh i miss you or i don't miss you it's mm. it comes in us
1: yeah so you know one of the things for jinry is that she does have a bunch of gingers. you know every time you would board here at the station they will be filled with gingers here hanging out so can you describe to us how the gingers are especially that you moved to another country and you know how do they feel about everything
2: Um, I'm not even sure if they still exist Because that particular Fan name was made When I was still a DJ And that was like years ago So I don't even know if they still exist But hey if you're a ninja Hello and thank you for (laughs) for supporting me Um, I don't know Like it was When I was boarding with Tom I Mm. think that was when I made that like Fan base name, uh, but I have realized that after I got married. To be totally honest with you guys, a lot of people unfollowed me, which is completely okay, <laughs> and I understand. Uh-huh. Um, and I guess like the people that follow me and the fan base is changing because mm-hmm. uh-huh. it was more of the male, like um, you know, male population and them expecting that certain look. Like, um, wearing a bikini or being sexy but since my i think like my image sort of changed uh slowly after pbb and now that i'm married um more women are like following me and i'm so happy about that because i never get women followers mm-hmm. like i am mm-hmm. so happy about that so like i'm i'm all i'm all okay with like less following it's, it's that i just want to have the right people following me mm-hmm. and not that just glamorous image that i have but people who really know me you know that's i think it, what's like important
1: you know one of the things jinri that mm-hmm. you have come to somehow break through here in the philippines is the jinri experience you know you had two volumes of that Am I, if I'm not mistaken, correct? A three volumes. Three. Will there <laughs> be a
2: part four now? Uh, I think I'm too old to do that. I know it's <laughs> such a good <laughs> thing to say. But uh, I never know. Uh, maybe if I'm still fit by the end of this pandemic. And if I get to fly to the Philippines again and um, see Jay Tablante, who is the photographer for those three books. Maybe, maybe. But... Uh, I can't promise anything, and um, I'll try to keep fit. I'll try to uh, still my, do my jiu-jitsu and stuff like that, but if you're willing to still have me, or maybe I could make, like, the jiu experience housewife edition and not really me, but, like, me doing the laundry or, like, me washing the dishes
0: and, you know, going to my job.
1: That's a good That's a good concept.
0: <laughs> I think that's awesome. That's a good concept. I think go for that. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds really great. No, because it's another aspect. And at the end of the day, we're all growing. We're all evolving. And I think that would be great to celebrate that as well. We've got a really cool fan question here. Since we're talking girl fans, oh, Jinri, you're getting more and more of them. Laureen wants to know, What's your goal at the moment or priorities? Pandemic aside, let's just oh, okay. take a pandemic. Uh-huh. Let's take like life goals right now. What do you have planned for yourself?
2: Mm, so the reason why I started my job as a waitress is because I had to earn money for my cushion. Mm-hmm. and there mm. is a course that I really want to take. It's um, I've been thinking about it like heaps. Like oh uh, yeah, that's another word that Australians use. Keeps that means a lot. Anyway, um, <laughs> so I've been thinking about it a lot, um, talking to my family about it, about it, talking to my friends about it. I'm I don't want to just like, crew, like how do I say it? Like I want to work for a goal, and this there I'm so happy that I finally have a goal to work on, mm-hmm. and. Hopefully, I made enough money to pay my tuition because my parents did offer me, like, offer the tuition fee for me, Um, but I did not feel comfortable with that because it's their hard earned money and they need to retire and stuff like that, so I decided, okay, I need to earn money for myself so that I can study and then become and or have that career that I hope to have in the future so that would be my goal for now i can not say what course it is yet because um i'll probably um tell that to people on instagram when i get to go back to school Since school is not open right now here so yeah i'll let you guys know update
0: you guys on that that's awesome! See? Going back I to love school, that you like, generally. I needed to earn money for, for school and I'm Real not going to depend on my parents <laughs> in any way.
3: <laughs> so now earlier, ahead,
0: you said that, you know, you've also been cooking a lot. You've been learning new things around the house. I mean, with quarantine in as well, a lot of people have been honing their skills, whether it be cooking, baking, you know, painting, whatever. I mean, what do you think you've sort of nailed this this quarantine and this time of adjustment as a married woman, you know, running your own home as well? Like, have you been cooking up a storm in the kitchen? Like, do you have some recipes now that you're just like, these are like (laughs) the best (laughs) recipes in the world? Or are you giving us that reaction because it's like, listen, as long as it's edible, (laughs) my husband says it's okay. (laughs) Um... Okay, I didn't, I
2: just have to be honest, I didn't nail anything because <laughs> <laughs> I, hate Honestly, I keep doing housework, I hate it so much, like, I hate cooking, I hate cleaning, I hate it all, but I do it because I have to, and that's being an adult, you have mm-hmm. to take responsibility. <laughs> so, um, I didn't nail anything, but then I did learn how to cook a couple more dishes than I did before, because when I used to live alone, I just, like, make whatever I want, like, it didn't even make sense, like... You know i would put like eggs in like soup and that doesn't taste good I, i'll just eat it it's just for me so who cares right but now it can't just be for me i have to make sure that my husband enjoys it too so i have to look up recipes and how to cook certain things so i guess in that aspect of like expanding the menu that i can cook mm-hmm. i think there was a little bit of progress, but I can't say it was, you know, top-notch or I nailed it. It was just like, okay, like, my husband ate it, so he didn't vomit, so
1: it's all good. <laughs> how about Filipino food? Jenry, you know how to cook Filipino food?
2: No, actually, my husband
1: uh, knows how to make a really, really
2: good sinigang. So he cooks uh, Filipino food for me. I don't really know how to cook Filipino food. But I did make some Korean dishes, like um, the spicy pork, uh, stir fry, things like that. I got it from my mom. So I had to call her, like, Mom, like, tell me your recipe now. Like, I have to cook for my husband. And, like, she gave me some recipes, so I just followed it. So, yeah, that's about it. (laughs) Didn't nail anything, unfortunately.
0: I love her. I love how honest she is. Like, literally, well, my husband didn't vomit. He ate it, so (laughs) we all good. (laughs) That's so So
1: real I love it. Oh, Rico, you had a question? Uh, is your husband there?
2: No, so I was really excited because (laughs) I thought he was going to work from home today. And Uh. he is not home. So he went to work. Uh, I don't know what time he'll be back home. But it was... You know, you guys still so have the timing. <laughs> he was working on all this week, and then like today of all
0: days, he was going. I'm not lying, okay? He's really not here.
1: <laughs> He's the one holding the camera, Carla. He's the one holding the camera.
0: Kasalanan panate eh. ne. panate na may yeah. show tayo at this time na. No? <laughs> Thanks, Jinri. Thanks a lot. Okay, how about your goals as a married couple now? Like, I'm sure you and your husband sit down and you're like, okay, this is what we want to do for ourselves now that we're married. Like. Can you share with us any goals that you might have, like a vacation home someday, like travel the world together? Like, what are your, yeah, what are your marriage goals? Um, So, I think it's mostly me who thinks about these
2: goals. John (laughs) is just, like, working and he doesn't, he doesn't really have time to think about something other than work because he's very, like, He's really hardworking. He's kind of like an alcohol uh, not alcoholic. We're <laughs> We're alcoholic. <laughs> <very> alcoholic <meat. laughs> so just kidding. Anyway, um so for me, like my goals for us is probably just to be more financially stable, like all married couples, because in the future obviously we need to have kids and we need to educate them mm-hmm. and um yeah, just things that Hopefully, we work for the future, but I did not really talk to him about goals. I don't know if this is normal for couples, but I didn't talk to him about our goals yet. Um, maybe I should. I'll talk to him tonight.
1: Uh-oh. Hey, John, you're going to get Wait. the talk. Okay. It's not our we fault. We
0: are not, Rico, we are not going to be held liable no. for whatever may transpire. He's got a DM from John. Talk, okay, we're just, we're just here to... To put
1: ideas in your head apparently. Yeah, no, yeah. anyway. And generally, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. one of the things as well that we've come to to discover is that when people ask about your husband, what do you usually reply when people ask mm-hmm. about him or say things about mm-hmm. him? What do you usually reply? Like people online?
2: Oh uh, well. He's a very, like, private person, and he doesn't even have any social media. Mm -hmm. And that tells you a lot about a person nowadays because it's really rare for a person not to have any social media. And um, he's a very, very private person. So I like to respect that. And Mm -hmm. I tell people what, you know, is already known. Like, uh, his name is John, and he's an engineer sort of. And, uh, yeah, he's a private person. He's a Filipino by race and, what, Australian citizen. So, yeah, let's keep it. at <laughs> that. But um, if you have any other questions that are not too private, I'd be open to answering them.
1: See that, Carla? Yeah. He's like a ninja. He's like, yeah. he's like He's like Neo. He's John. He's a 3D model. <laughs> He's from Australia, but he's Filipino. Now we know. We're discovering a lot.
0: No, and you know what I love? It's that Jinri, although very public as a personality, respects that True. about him as well. And I think that's why it also worked. There. Because, you know, Jinri, you are also you also say that, you know, you're comfortable being an introvert, you're comfortable being home and having that private life. And John gives you that as well. He is that safe, comfortable place where you can shut off the public life and you know your public persona and just chill with your husband who's a regular guy which i think is great you always need a balance like that especially in life so i'm happy that you have that because everyone yeah. should have that I, can i just also
2: say like john has helped me so much um for myself like at first you know there are people who don't really believe in marriages that's fine it's you know your own like opinion and your own life but I realized after I got married. Only after I got married that, like, having a partner is so is such a blessing and it's such a great thing because when you're down, there's someone to pick you up. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, mm. when I'm alone, you don't really talk. You don't really tell your parents how you feel. It's very rare, like, especially if you're Asian, like me. I don't really tell my parents if I'm sad or depressed. But if I have a partner, I can always tell him, like. He can always see that I'm sad or depressed. He can always pick it up and help bring that like energy up. And you know, mm-hmm. I think that's such a beautiful thing to have someone who's always there to pick you up when you're down. Mm-hmm.
3: Just saying.
1: Oh, <laughs> I mean, Jinri Park, growing up, being in love, and we are seeing it. All the monsters giving us that monster exclusive. Jinri, thank you for thanks today thanks for spending time with us you know thank you for taking time thank you for your honesty we love you for yeah. your honesty we love you for for being a monster you know and uh when you get back here in the philippines come here join us but Jinri, i have one more question i know you will kill me for asking this question but i feel like i have to ask this question okay Jenny why are you why do you hate cupcakes i just been
2: wondering <laughs> oh i'm over it now i can eat cupcakes it's just that it doesn't taste good i don't understand why a cake is a cup like why can't why does it have to look like a cup i don't understand the whole point of that like i don't get it like why and why like it doesn't make sense I don't, you know it's weird but just don't understand why would someone embed a cupcake it's like not a bowl cake; it's a cup. Like,
1: why?
2: Like, it's so little. Like, who are you gonna feed it to ants?
1: There you go, Carla. Because before we used to bully Jenry with a cupcake. If you have Tom and I would bully her with a cupcake, and she would always be getting mad at us and throwing it at us. And yeah,
0: I love so, this woman. I I seriously love her. She is so funny. Oh my gosh. Okay, Jenry, Before we let you go. You keep saying you're not sure if your gingers are still there. So many of them have been commenting all throughout this Facebook Live. What's your message to all of your OG Day One fans, plus all of your new fans and all of the people that you've gotten to know and have decided to follow you in this new journey and have been showing nothing but love? What's your message to all of them?
3: Um...
2: First of all, I'd like to just thank everyone who has been supporting me since day, since day one or you know it doesn't matter whenever you came in to support me I am so thankful for that because everyone needs support not just celebrities but even your friends, your family just support each other and um I'd just like to thank everyone for that and you know there's been there always will be mean people online. There will be bullies, there will be people who say mean things, but there's also people who support you, like the people who are messaging right now, and I'm so thankful. I hope you guys will keep supporting me. If I do something wrong, then you have every right to tell me that I did something wrong and I was out of line. But, um, you know, I'm trying to be a better person, so please keep supporting me, and I hope that I can inspire...
0: Anyone or everyone around me um, just by following my dreams and not being afraid to just go for it. Mm, I love
1: this woman. Jinri Park, In behalf Woo-hoo. of everybody here The Monster, we love you, we miss you. This is your home and when all things are back to normal, please come by here, please join yeah. us here and do hang out all right and and message for the monsters <laughs> bring a
2: cup, it's fine
1: yeah bring a, cup, <laughs> bring a message for the monsters it is the monster anniversary month of august yeah Yeah,
2: so um hey monsters it's been a while since i've uh got to talk to you and been on air thank you Tarico and carlo for having me and i will always be a monster and monster has always been my family since day one um And I miss everyone at work. Uh, I miss all the staff, too, and um, all my bosses at RX. I miss you all. Hope you guys are all safe there. And uh, keep safe. And to all the Monster fans, please keep supporting Monster Radio RX ninety three
0: point one.
3: Thank you,
0: you. Jenry. It's always such a fun time when you're on. So thank you so, so much for spending time with us. You take care, okay? Thanks, Dave. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Enjoy married life. (laughs) Yay.
1: Jenry Park from Australia joining (laughs) us, man. That was like an awesome interview, Carla Aguas. I freaking
0: love her, okay? I know, like, she told you, like, Rico, we're not close. I know she and I are not close, but I want to make her a friend. Like, Mm -hmm. she is is that honest friend that everyone needs. Mm -hmm. You know, the one that, like, will tell you straight up, like, honey, no. Like, it's a no for me. Yes. You need that kind of a person in your life. And I love that Jinri is so open and honest and just... It's so refreshing. What a great way to start our week, Rico. And you
1: know, Jinri has always been straightforward. When, it yeah. comes, when you ask her for advice, she'll tell you straightforward. When you ask her for a recipe, she will give you a straight recipe or at least <laughs> she will try as long as you don't vomit. You'll be fine. But yeah, but here at the Monster, we share it with everybody. It is the Monster Anniversary Month. So from Sydney, Australia, Jindri Park. Wow, it's just Monday, as you did say. We do got an exciting uh, Monster week ahead. Keep it locked at Rx931, here on the radio, RX 3.1. Why? Because we've got a lot of things to unveil for everybody yes. as the week goes on. But for Facebook Live, thank you guys very much. And also on air, thank you guys very much for keeping it locked in here. She is Carla Aguas. Gorgeous, but on air, we continue.
0: Ooh, someone's birthday. Happy <laughs> anniversary. 3.1. The Monster Rx93.1 podcast channel. The best podcast content online. Only from Manila's hottest. Monster Rx93.1.